Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. Welcome everyone and happy day. It's another wonderful week and we are going live yet again to chat about our adventure to India with my brother that is already there in Varanasi, India and his name is Chintu Healer. He has a master's degree in tourism and he will be leading this retreat with us and sharing so much knowledge about Ayurveda, about culture, about the influences of the culture of India, about yoga and how it's transitioned over to the states and to the western world and how we've been able to integrate it as a collective into our everyday life. And Chintu will be going over some of the highlights that we will be seeing. And we will also be hosting a live call with Chintu on Thursday. So you will have the opportunity to meet him live and be able to chat with him directly in response to what we will be um, experiencing while we are in India. If you haven't already done so, we want to encourage you to head over to the jbyfnola.org website and you can read about all the details about the retreat, how to register. We only have nine spots left and we want to be able to share this experience with you because it is super life changing. And with that, we want to encourage you to also have a holistic understanding about the art of Ayurveda and the art of yoga and how important yoga has become in our mainstream lives. Yoga has been an experience that enlivens the inner intelligence of the body. It has become a pathway for us to navigate the course of mental health and well-being. It has also been a wonderful way that we've been able to encourage ourselves to really stand up for our truths and work through nourishing our bodies in a time of isolation. A lot of the time we've been utilizing yoga for just the physical practice and now we are coming to understand that yoga is more than just a physical practice. It's the interconnectedness of the mind, body and spirit. And utilizing yoga helps us to navigate these avenues that we've been holding ourselves back from. And sometimes when we 
practice yoga, we begin because it's the nice physical practice and it gets the body right, but it's also the pathway to enlivening the intelligence within the consciousness level or attaining higher states of consciousness when we are utilizing this practice of yoga or attaining samadhi, which is the eighth limb of the eight limbs of yoga. And this is part of why we utilize the yoga and the Ayurveda together as a collective. When we go to India in October, we go October 17th through the 24th and we're going to be there for the Diwali festival. So it is a time to honor each other and honor our families, our brothers and our sisters. And we're able to share this gift with our communities. It's a time that we also as a a world, as a global collective, are able to share the gift of yoga and share the gift of Ayurveda and share the gift of appreciating one another through sacred ceremony. And we present sweets and treats that Brother Chintu will be sharing with us and also teaching us how to make them. We'll also have the opportunity to go to some stores over there and see all the different sweets in the shops that they have for you to purchase for this wonderful experience that we will have the opportunity to embark on. And the power behind Ayurveda and yoga coming into union and for you to actually see this in person while we're there is because you also have the opportunity to experience it in some of the most sacred of environments. And these are the temples that Chintu will be exploring and explaining to us in this conversation today. And he will also be helping us to fully understand why it's so important to nourish and respect yourself as well as to respect and honor the traditions of India and how when we are on the Ganges River practicing yoga, how powerful that is because it's so sacred and also meditating in these temples, how sacred it is and how enriching it is that when we come back from this experience, you will not be at all the same that you were when you left to go there. So without further ado, I'm going to invite my brother Chintu on to join us as he talks about the highlights that we will get the opportunity to experience while we're in India this October and for the future when we come back to India next year. Welcome Chintu, how are you? Namaste. Namaste, I'm good and how are you? I'm good, I'm well, welcome. Already, uh, already for the beautiful upcoming retreat tour in India. Yes, I'm very uh, excited. <laughs> so today I will tell you the some special attractions of this spiritual and cultural yoga retreat tour in India. The beautiful attractions of the tour. Uh, the first is we are going to organize the yoga session in the lap of Holy River Ganga on the board session. So it would be amazing for everyone because when you do the yoga session on the board, on one side you will see the beauty of the India's oldest living city, the 
morning rituals, the devotees, the temple, and everywhere temple rings, temple bells sound. And on the other hand, on the other side, you guys will see the sunrise. The sunrise on the other side from the river. So it would be most divine, unique, and incredible experience for everyone. And when you do yoga and while the sunrise, sun rising, and especially in the India's oldest spiritual city, so it would be the one of the best memorable experience for everyone. Yeah, I can't wait. It sounds magical. Yeah, and especially in the morning time. Here, people every day go to take the holy dip bath in the holy river Gang- uh, Ganges. And after taking bath in the river, they go to the Lord Shiva. They offer the holy water to Lord Shiva temple mm. with some flowers. And in the morning time, everywhere to the whole city, you will hear the sound of temple bells, temple ring. And those temple bells sounds are very divine, very pure. It, it uh, gives you an amazing level of peace in your mind, in your ears. You will feel the divine spirituality of this beautiful city. Can I ask a and, question about the sounds of the bells? Is that why in in our Western world we have embraced the art of sound healing and utilizing the sound bowls on this time on this side to really ignite that same experience here yes because the vibrations uh, the vibration comes from the temple bells when we when you uh, when you press the temple rings temple bells the vibration of the sound comes from that those all make the atmosphere very divine very pure mm-hmm. and those temple bells when the when people do in the temples they makes your ears feel like a something divine, something pure energy, something pure sounds which are coming from those temple bells. So it's like a, it's just like a sound yes. healing, uh, like a sound exactly. bath. Mm-hmm. Yes, and this kind of sound healing is from more than two thousand, three thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. People, people use uh, temple, temple bells, and so many instruments in the temple. When you go to any temple in India, you will feel the, that divine power of those sound and those energies in the temple. That's so wonderful. I love it. And so the boat that we're going to be on, on the Holy River Ganga, and we're able to see the devotees on either side, can you explain also why the Tibetan monks come over from Nepal and walk that other side of the of the Ganga River. Uh, uh, here, monks uh, from the like uh, the Buddha monks who come from Nepal and Tibet to India. The main reason is Varanasi is having a place which is naming Sarnath, and Sarnath is the name of the place where Lord Buddha, after getting alignment. He gave he gave first sermon to his five disciples in Sarnath in whole world. So that's why people from Buddhist country like uh, Cambodia, Tibet, Myanmar, Nepal, and uh, some of the like countries like Japan, Thailand, Sri Lanka, they come Varanasi, especially to the Sarnath place, mm-hmm. and that is almost like the opposite side of the river part. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, from the river area, that Sarnath place is almost, uh, you can say, eight miles far. But that is the most beautiful and peaceful place. And that's why from my efforts, I tried to organize a session on the land of knowledge. That's why people say Sarnath is the land of knowledge because of the first sermon was given by Lord Buddha to his disciples. Oh, wow. For the, for the welfare of the public, for the welfare of the welfare of the mind of the world. Wow. So that's why, and this is almost final, actually not almost, it's completely done. So you guys, this time you guys uh, are be doing a session on the land of knowledge with the blessings of Lord Buddha. And the word for knowledge is Veda, correct? Or Vijnan and Veda in Sanskrit. Yeah, uh, knowledge means gyan. Gyan is a Sanskrit word. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And then in Ayurveda, we learn it as Ayu is the science of, yeah. and Veda is knowledge. Or Ayu, exactly. life. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. good. Veda is like, it, it's like a knowledge of life. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's like knowledge of life. And... The one more very special day I decided to give, uh, to provide the best memories from India. That is the Good Karma Day to everyone who will be joining us for the spiritual and cultural retreat tour with Jai Bhakti Yoga and with Shura Ganges tour. Uh, the day name is the Good Karma Day. Yes. This yes. Good Karma Yes. Talk so about that. I'm so excited about Good Karma yeah. Day. <laughs> so... So, the Good Karma Day is basically dedicated to helping and supporting people. Mm-hmm. On this day, we will be providing some food, some money, and some more useful things to the poor kids who are in the schools who are not able to buy some useful and necessary things for them while going to school, like study materials and all the things. As well as old age street vendors, uh, street vendors are the priority because to respect them as a, because they are old, they are 72 years old and 75 years old, but still they are hardworking for their livelihood. Wow. And the handicapped people who are street hawkers and or who are selling the goods or the products on the street, so we will be providing some money to them mm-hmm. as a gift. As a gift for the Diwali festival, you can say because Diwali festival teaches we must bring a smile on in our family as well as try to bring a smile on others' face too. Yeah. Because it would be not because it would be not good if you are celebrating festival and in the same community others are not uh, celebrating the festival. Right. So it's better to bring a smile on other days. That would be the best part of the festival. Yeah, I agree. And, and the most important thing is, uh, my tourists are not, I'm the, the materials for the good karma days, like for the tourists, for the products, for the donation, for all the materials will be provided by my business company. Mm-hmm. And tourists are not possible to do the donation. It's only their own choice. Mm-hmm. But I want, I will provide for everything to, to do the guests and they will do the donation from their own hands. Mm-hmm. They don't have to pay money and all the stuff. Right. 
It needs to be from the heart, not because you feel forced to. Otherwise, it doesn't it doesn't work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And if they want to contribute, then they are free to contribute directly to they can give directly to the needy people. In, uh, instead of instead of giving me, they can give them directly. Mm-hmm. So it would be beneficial for them, and it would be give, give them a different level of satisfaction. Yeah, and that would and that uh, this uh, this thing we will do before the Diwali festival. Before mm-hmm. the Diwali festival, mm-hmm. because they were on the day of Diwali festival, we will be very busy. Yeah. For the decoration, for the decoration, for the preparation, because I wanted to give to every people the real experience from India mm. regarding, especially during the festival time with the festival vibes and all this stuff. Yeah, really want to immerse ourselves in that culture. It's part of going on this retreat and being immersed in a culture and understanding it from the perspective of the Indian culture as opposed to the Western. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that time people will, and especially during the festival time, the temples are full of the devotees and uh, the streets are full of the people because there's too much rush, too much crowd during the festival time. So I have decided some few temples for the meditation session for your group. So those temples will be located at a little bit far from the city area, but mm-hmm. it's very peaceful places. And those temples, those temples are dedicated to Lord Shiva. Nice. And that is, and those are the best ways to do meditation and to connect with the with the divine power, with the divine energies of the temple vibes. Yes, yes. Will the students, will the will the participants have the opportunity to put their feet in the Ganges River? Yes, of course. Yeah. Everyone, everyone have that opportunity after the yoga session. You guys can do that. You guys. Uh, can uh, do the photo session near the Holy River Ganges, and you guys can put some flo- offer some flower in the Holy River. Oh, very lovely, very lovely. And talk to us about some of the other experiences that we will be having at some of the um, temples throughout. And will there be visits to temples in Jaipur and in Agra as well? Uh, in Agra, we will be visiting only one uh, place. That is the Taj Mahal, the one of the one of the seventh uh, world's wonder. Mm-hmm. And but in Jaipur, definitely we are going to visit uh, two beautiful temples because uh, uh, the, those temples are like uh, dedicated to Lord Krishna mm-hmm. and Goddess Radha, and the other temple is dedicated to Lord Shiva. That is the one of the most beautiful architecture of the temple. As well as the temple is almost more older than 1,000 years. Wow. So you guys want to you guys want to see the amazing traditional Indian architecture, the temple art, the real temple art of India. And talk to me about the Taj Mahal because it's one of the wonders of the world, and we have the opportunity to go see it. And yes, this this is one of the wonders of the world because of what it's made out of. Uh, one of them because it's, uh, because of its beautiful architecture. Mm-hmm. Number first thing, and its color, its color is very beautiful, the white color. And the most important thing is it is dedicated to the love story oh. for the couples, for the couples' favorite. Okay, 
And when's the best oh, time yeah, to yeah. see it? Yeah. Best time uh, to visit Taj Mahal. When there's not best so many people. Actually, uh, during the festival time, everywhere is so crowded. I know. <laughs> in India, even you, even you to, even you go to the morning time or even you go, to, you go to the, the evening time, so crowded. But I decided to bring you guys to show the Taj Mahal during the after the late afternoon, yeah. late afternoon time. So that would be the best timing to visit Taj Mahal because people go to see the sunrise at Taj Mahal, but that time is overcrowded. So it's not good to stay outside the Taj Mahal for two to three hours in a queue to get some tickets and all the stuff. So it's better to make this trip as a peaceful, mm-hmm. in a peaceful way. Absolutely, yes. And the Taj Mahal is part of the Seven Wonders of the World. And is there another temple? I think in if it's not Jaipur, is in Varanasi. That's one of the Parvati's temple. Uh, in uh, Varanasi, we are going to visit many, uh, almost four to five temples, which are the main ones. And uh, another temple is uh, would be one of your favorite. That is the Lord Hanuman Temple, which is dedicated to Lord Hanuman, the reliever from all kinds of troubles in our life. And that is very, very famous temple in Varanasi. Uh, on every Tuesday and Saturday, during the morning and during the evening time, it's super crowded. And uh, before Diwali, before Diwali festival, just uh, two days before, there is a festival which is dedicated to Lord Hanuman. That means the birthday of the Lord Hanuman. Mm-hmm. So you you guys can you guys uh, get a chance to see how people celebrate the birthday of God in India. Oh, that's so wonderful! Uh, everywhere, 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 people that uh, decorate the temple with the marigold flowers. And everywhere you can see the saffron colored tilak on people's forehead yeah. and the decoration and the mantras of Hanuman Chalisa or some Lord Hanuman mantra. Everywhere people are uh, uh, using the big woofers to play those mantras. So you will feel the traditional Indian vibes during that time. Oh, that's so much fun. Is there any particular dress that we need to be in when respecting? these traditional festivities yes uh, you guys you guys can wear the traditional indian women's suit which is very comfortable to wear and the quality of the clothes is very good very lightweight and the most important thing you guys will look uh, very beautiful in that attire and and for the for the men they can wear traditional indian kurta pajama during the festival vibes it's very beautiful very nice and very comfortable. It's not yes, going to be hot this time of year, is it? No, the, actually, the October is the best month. From October till March is the best time to visit India. Yes. It's not hot. <laughs> and, uh, actually, October, uh, after the Diwali festival, it's the start of winter in India. Yes. Especially in the north part in which we are living, in Varanasi. Mm-hmm. In my state so that would be the best time to come only you guys uh, have some windsheeter jacket in the morning for the morning time because morning time you guys are going to do some yoga session yeah so that yoga session will be in the early morning time mm-hmm. but that time you guys need to wear some windsheeters much cooler around that time i'm sure now exactly we're gonna talk about something very important and i know you love talking about this 
the sweets. Yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, hol uh, the holiday festivity sweets that we're going to be experiencing. So talk to us about this. Are, <laughs> yes, first of all, sweets are the fuel of Indian people. Uh, in, uh, after dinner, people always, almost out of you can say out of 199 people want sweet after dinner, after the me after their meal, even the lunch, even the dinner. But for after the dinner, it's mandatory. Oh yeah. And you guys go to, you guys going to try almost 10 to 12 varieties of traditional Indian sweets during the festival time. Wow. <laughs> so that would be uh, <clears throat> those sweets will be made from the dry fruits, like the, from the cashew, from almonds. And from milkmaid, from pistachios, from different uh, kind of uh, fruit flavor too, like oranges. And so that would be the biggest surprise for everyone in the group. When they will, when they go to the sweet shop, they will find the varieties more than one fifty varieties in one in a good sweet shop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't have a festival without even, sweets. Even. Even uh, even they can uh, pack pack uh, the sweets for their they can take away the sweets for their family too because the, the shell life of the, those sweets are more than seven to ten days. Very good, very good. And so that would be the sweet memories from India for everyone. Now I have a question: Are we taking a train yeah. at all anywhere, or is it all flights? Uh, we are not taking train because of uh, our schedule. Mm -hmm lack of timing mm -hmm. and during the festival time trains are always full of the people yeah even 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 the flights are also expensive because of the festival time but flight would be better it will save our time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we are we have to see four different cities in eight days so it will need it will need a lot of traveling so that's why i have not chosen any train for mm -hmm. our this journey because if you want to explore india with the train these cities at least you have to come in there for 12 to 15 days oh yeah absolutely i agree because, because from for example because from jaipur to varanasi is uh, almost 16 hours by train wow so almost a one so almost a day you have to you will be spending in a train wow that's a long day Oh my goodness. Wow. Thank you for that insight. That was actually fascinating because when I went to India, I went on the train, but we only went to a few cities. We went to, we started in Delhi. We would fly into Delhi, but then we would go yeah. to um, Rishikesh and Varanasi and Haridwar. Those were the three that we went to and visited last time. By time. the train. Mm -hmm. yeah. By train. Mm -hmm. but, this time, but, this time, but this time, this would be a very different uh, experience for everyone because last time you have been to Rishikesh, and Varanasi and New Delhi, but this time we put it some historical places too, like Jaipur, yeah. like Agra, mm -hmm. and some short glimpse of the New Delhi. So this would be this would give a very good experience to the tourists because when people are coming to India, they must see some historical monuments, yes. some historical places too. To oh yeah, know their, to know the history of some Indian culture and traditions. And when they are coming to Varanasi, then they will see the traditional Indian roots. What are what is the real spiritual culture of Varanasi and all this stuff? Now I have an interesting question. Yeah, sure. What happens if you're walking in the market and a cow comes up to you? 
nothing could happen until you get scared in front of him you just give you only give a give a way to the cow mm-hmm. to go their own way okay if you come if you come in front of the cow so he will disturb you for sure because I was nudged by a cow one time and so only, <laughs> I didn't only know what to do. <laughs> only you have to say namaste to the cow and just give him the way. Okay. To his way. I was walking to go have masala tea and the cow decided that it wanted to be my friend and kind of... Yeah kind of nudged my shoulder and I didn't know what to do and I was like well do I stand back I will, I will uh, give you one opportunity to everyone in the group to provide some food to the holy cow okay like we do here we provide some fruits or some uh, food to the cow every day yes. you guys can have that opportunity too to provide some food to the cow no oh, good so that would be that, that would be very friendly with the cow <laughs> Yes, I felt very loved by the cow and I thought, wow, I must be very sacred because they're coming up to me and nudging me. This is a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's totally super sacred. (laughs) And then I let the cow pass and I kind of stood up against the wall so the cow can pass right on by its little happy way. (laughs) You need to give attention to him. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I they did. Also want, they, they also want attention from the people. I was like, do I pet you like a dog or do you just keep going? I don't want to touch you. I don't want to get in trouble, but you're really cute and I really want to touch you. So I let the cow make the first move. Yes. And uh, uh, here you can see uh, you have experience of Varnasi, uh, so you can see the street. Street monkeys, the street cows, and many, many little creatures. Lots, lots of little creatures, lots going around, and even here, uh, yes. And there's this tree that we walked by in Varanasi near some temples that were made of gold, and it was the Ganesha tree. Is is that still something in that area that we would be walking by at all? Uh, the gold tree. Yes. Mm-hmm. You so said it's it. It's not something like that. No. Okay. Actually, it's a temple. No, it's a temple near the river area. Okay. Uh, which, will, which we will going to visit. Okay. That temple name is uh, the uh, Mini Khajuraho Temple of uh, of Varanasi mm-hmm. because the temple is uh, same time the temple is dedicated to Lord Shiva. Yeah. And the same design of the temple you can see in Nepal, in the oh, capital wow. of Nepal. Oh wow! Yeah, because that temple, that temple is built up by the king of Nepal. So he made the same temple at two places in Varanasi and in Nepal. Uh-huh. And on the walls of that temple, you can see the all the sculptures of uh, our daily life all these statues of our daily life, wow. as well as the erotic sculpture too outside the temple, because it shows uh, when we go any temple, inside the temple, we must be free from all kind of our routine, routine life from mind. Mm-hmm. Because the concept of making those uh, erotic sculpture and the daily, uh, daily routine stuff 
outside the temple because temple is a sacred place we go temple we go to the temple for the for feeling the peace and the power of the temple and when you entering into the temple you need to be free from mind free from all kind of materialistic things in your life after that you will feel the divine power or you can feel the divine energies of that time you leave it at the door leave it at the door exactly leave it leave it at the door right yes just leave everything in your mind at the door and just uh, go inside the temple with a free mind yeah just for feeling the peace and for feeling the good vibes of the temple i love that's the main reason to build any temple in whole world just to be pure, just to just to receive. Oh, it's just so beautiful. Yes. It's so beautiful, brother. Because for example, yes. So for, because for example, if you are full of food in your stomach, <laughs> then how you will eat the good food? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For the good things, you have to be empty. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's really powerful. That's a really powerful way to to close our time together today. Because that was, you know, in order to be, in order to receive, you need to be void of all else that negates you from receiving and let that blockage go so that you can purify yourself. And, uh, and later in, in Ayurveda, we'll go over Panchakarma and understanding how to purify to prepare. But, um, it's really important to let that all go so that you can be full of new vitality like we said in the beginning, this is a, a trip that's not just a trip, it's an experience that will transform your entire life. And how you arrive there in one way, you will return completely different. So, um, even I will give you next time, I will give you one suggestion. You must uh, rename the trip with the tagline of Life Changing Journey with Christina and Trini to <laughs> India. <laughs> It's so going to be very life-changing. It really is. It's, it's exactly, for everyone. For everyone. I mean, this will be my second time going to India, and I already know it's going to be more and powerful than ever super, before. Ever. Yes, and the super family-friendly trip. Super. Time. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. Because, because every moment you guys will feel like a family, especially during the festival time. When the uh, whole festival, whole family celebrate festival together, so you will get chance. You guys will get a chance to celebrate like a whole family. Yeah, that's that's the whole that's the basis behind the whole thing, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. To bring we all are one. Yeah, that's the main motive of this. Oh, it's this beautiful dress. so true. It's so true. I agree. Chintu, how can we find you? How can we get in touch with you if anyone's interested in booking a tour with you later after or during or with us? They can message me directly on Instagram at Shore of Kansas Tours or at my personal ID at Chintu Healer. Uh, or even they can email me on my website www.shoreofkansas.com so they can get in touch with me directly through Instagram and through my website, business website. Very good. Thank you so much again. Thank you all for joining us. Namaste. Farewell from our hearts to yours. Have a wonderful day ahead to everyone. Namaste, everyone. Thank you, brother. Thanks, sister. Love you always. Love you always.
Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.